But thanks to you, I have so many amazing VAs working for me now that I don't even pay attention to all that stuff. I just keep showing up and doing the thing and hoping it's filling up the buckets. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, it's Emily Reagan. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, a fellow freelancer. I've been working in this digital marketing space since my son was born. I took on my first client, helping him and her. It was actually a mom and pop store with Facebook. And before that, I'd done a little bit of freelancing when it came to writing press releases. And I transitioned into this online space because we had to move. We had to move. My husband's military. We had to change jobs. And I said yes to one client, and I was the accidental freelancer. It just opened up a whole new world. And from there, I started working with a lot of creative clients. I have worked for some top names and it's been really fun. I love that kind of work, especially when you compare it to like some of the life I've had in the Air Force and writing and doing public affairs for the Air Force. Like the creative space is so much fun. I love clients who have pretty pictures, fun videos. I love when they're teaching and changing their own customers' lives. I love clients who are on Pinterest. I just love it. The creatives come with a different challenge. And all of you who've worked with creative entrepreneurs, you know, they're very visionary. They have a lot of ideas, hard to stay focused. But the impact of their businesses, it's just so fun. It's perfect for somebody who loves being behind the scenes, likes to be that catch-all, do-everything, autonomous person. Sometimes I say like the magician behind the curtain It's fun to help people like that because we don't have to put our face forward. Like my guest today, Tamara Bennett, talks about doing Facebook Lives and she could just talk to a wall. For some of us, we like to support those business owners. And I brought Tamara here today. This is actually a Facebook Live that we did a little while back, but I wanted her to talk about her journey and give you insight to her team. She is a six-figure earner here. I don't know. She might even be up to seven figures by the time we recorded this. She owns a business called Southern Adornments Decor. Like, did you catch the word door in there? I'm sure I kind of butchered that. But her story is so cool. She's a fellow military spouse who stumbled upon her own niche doing a door hanger painting business. And it's really insightful for you to learn about her strategies, how her business works. She's hired my own VAs, Her headhunter wanted to hire someone who came from my training. So if you want to know digital marketing, first of all, good job, girl. You're in the right place by finding me and listening to me. And I just want to put a face to those clients we work with. She is just amazing. And I think this is so fun to learn from a fellow business owner. And you're going to walk away wanting to paint things. I guarantee it. I am so happy to watch her success in this space, and this is that feeling you get when you help clients do their thing and reach their numbers goals, whether that's lives affected, people enrolled, clients served, or even if it's revenue generated. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Tamara Bennett, and just know that if you're interested in doing some of these services, you can go download my top 10 tasks that I did starting out early for these creatives. That's all in the show notes. You can download it and get an idea of where to start your business. And from there, you're going to be like, Tamara, you're going to pivot. You're going to figure things out. You're going to find your niche and you're going to own it. All right, let's jump in. 
are here with Tamara. Say hello and tell everyone where you're from. I'm Tamara Bennett and I'm from Kentucky, Western Kentucky. There's a big difference between Western and Eastern, so. <laughs> so one of my teammates is from Kentucky, Nicole, who you know. Yes, she's like middle of Kentucky. So we're about three hours apart. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm so excited to have you here today. So we met at Tribe Live two years ago. You're a military spouse. You have a rockin' business. You are so inspirational. And I just want my people to meet you and for you to show everyone the inside of your business. Tell us how you got started and what you're doing. And yeah, I'm just excited because you are a creative who's actually successful teaching other creatives how to do things. And I like that. I like that you're not just, you know, somebody teaching marketing and <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, you have this whole niche carved out with door hangers. So let's start at the beginning of how your business started. I started my business actually right after my husband came home from deployment while he was on deployment, which was actually his final deployment. He'd done three of them. Um, I had two little boys at home and I was like really tired of just only talking to kids. And so I started inviting women into my home. And once a month we would do some kind of craft project that I found on Pinterest. And I've always had a knack or an ability to like be able to make something if I can see it. And so I could see a picture of it and whether there was a tutorial or not, I could figure out how to make it. And so I would always end up teaching other women inside my home how to make the thing. And back then I didn't know what a door hanger was, but we saw these really cute pictures on Pinterest of snowmen that were hanging on a door. And I'm like, oh, I should make one of those. What's that called? You know, so I started researching door hangers and we ended up doing a couple of door hanger projects. And then fast forward to my husband coming home and he was home for about a year. I ended up getting pregnant with Charlie. And when I was about eight months pregnant, we had this whole conversation like, oh, we're about to have a baby. We need some money. And so <laughs> we'd gotten spoiled to that tax free income we'd gotten while he was deployed. And it was like, oh, now we live in a little beyond our means. And so it was either go work somewhere like Walmart or, you know, a local clothing store or come up with something. And I have always prided myself in being able to figure out how to make money from home, whether it was making jewelry or, you know, I don't know, scrapbooking for people or whatever. And so I thought, you know, this Pinterest party thing that I was doing was really popular. And I'd had a couple of people say, you know, would you be interested in coming and doing something like that at my house with my family and my friends there? And I'm like, uh, sure. I don't know how that looks, but I ended up starting a business and I, I thought, you know, the door hangers that we did were the most popular projects by far, and they were the easiest to teach. And I had seen where somebody a couple of hours away from me had started doing paint parties, and my sister-in-law had been to one of those. And I thought, oh, there's something I can actually do. I can turn it into a business, and it's this one kind of project we can do a thousand different ways. And so that's kind of how my door hanger business got started. I was teaching paint parties and selling painted door hangers. And then, of course, eventually it all transitioned to being online. So what year was this where you started? That was in 2015. Okay. So right when Pinterest is really taking off, I can remember playing on Pinterest for work at the time. And this is so funny because you, you're teaching everybody, but do you do the project ahead of time? Or are you just doing it on the fly? Or like, how did that work in the very beginning? So in the very beginning, I think the very first door hanger I painted, I did at home before everybody came because I was like, I need to like make sure mine, the example piece actually looks decent. And now it's kind of laughable because when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, that was so awful. But <laughs> back then I thought it was super cute and I was really proud of it. And so I, I painted mine ahead of time so that I could walk around the room and help everybody else 
And so that was how I did the very first one. But then after that, it was just painting on the fly all the time. And then I got to where I wasn't even painting at the parties. I was just helping everybody figure out how to paint theirs. So you figured out how to charge them and cover your cost. And were you making money? Was there any profit off of these? Oh, yeah. Right away, I was making money. Yeah. You could buy a big four foot by eight foot sheet of plywood and cut up to like 12 door hangers out of that. And it made them like one dollar a piece for the wood piece. And of course, as a crafter, I already had a ton of paint around here. So I just had to buy maybe a few other colors. The most expensive thing that I bought up front was probably all the brushes. Once I bought all the brushes and everything, one party, I was paid back for my investment. And so it didn't take long at all to be profitable. I think this is awesome. I can be a social butterfly. And I remember in 2014 being stationed in Montgomery, Alabama for 10 whole months. We didn't even unpack half the boxes. I threw a Pinterest party because I'm a sewer. I had an Etsy shop and I was like, I just need to make stuff and have girls over and drink wine. We did the yarn wrapped styrofoam wreaths. I'm not, oh, yes. I wasn't a huge wreath person or a decor person because we move. We've been moving so much, but that's another story. But I was surprised at how everyone kind of looked at me for instruction. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just had the no fear. I'm like, so what if I mess it up? And I remember wanting to keep doing that, but I ended up getting pregnant. Like, that's how that story ends. <laughs> so, yes, I love those. I love girls' nights out. Like, sometimes our mm-hmm. big shop will do that. When we were stationed in Valdosta, I signed up for quite a few paint parties to go there and make stuff. And I it's love a great it. way to get to know other military spouses and to make new connections in a new town. Yeah, I like a social activity. You know, so you get to talk. You're not just like all sitting there on the couch staring at each other or talking about nap schedules when there's an activity involved. I think you bond more. And I don't know, for me, that's fun. Like I'm a mom. I want to multitask, right? It's a little bit of an icebreaker because you're all like trying to learn something at the same time. I am so impressed. I didn't realize that's how you started. So walk me through how you transitioned to online at that point. I was always posting online, like from the very beginning, I was like, let's start a Facebook page and let's start posting that we're doing parties and pictures galore. If everybody that would let me snap a picture of them holding a door hanger, I was posting it because it was like social proof, right? The more pictures of the parties and the more people holding the things, I knew that that would generate excitement. And then of course, those people at the parties would tag themselves or share my photos because they wanted everybody to see the cute thing that they made. And so it was a great way to start funneling people to following me and wanting to book parties too. And then fast forward to about summer 2016. That was around the time Facebook started doing Facebook Live. And I had seen a couple of people go live and I was like, what is this about? Like they're actually, I remember being like blown away that while I'm holding my phone, that person was on the other end live and in person and I could comment and they could see it. And I was like fascinated. I'm like, this is really cool. I think, was that before FaceTime was a thing? I was slow getting on the Apple bandwagon. I was working for Jennifer Allwood at the time. She was like getting on those lives right away. She was on it right away. And I remember I'm kind of like your negative Nelly. I'm like, new technology. <laughs> oh, I'm like, bring it on. I'm already TikTok and I love new technology. <laughs> I, know, I will figure it out one day. I'll get there. But this is so funny. So you're an early adapter of Facebook lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to early adapt anything like I'm already doing IG reels and TikTok and all of that. So, yeah, when Facebook Live announced this new thing, I'm like, ooh, I got to try that. I was really scared. The first Facebook Live was only five minutes long. I was showing how to make a simple bow to attach to your door hanger. 
and I had taught these how to make these bows a million times already at my parties. And so I was like, it's no big deal to just teach this. Well, I didn't have a phone holder or anything. My phone fell over twice during the video. But you know what? I uploaded that video a year or so later to YouTube and it's now my most watched video. My first Facebook Live is my most highly watched video out of any of the live videos. <laughs> I think it's a good story because we do it. We do it scared and we jump in and we don't know. It's such a good life lesson. My very first Facebook Live was at Tribe Live. I don't know if I told you this, that I left, you know, Tribe Live, like I was meeting all these people. They all needed my help. And I was talking with this lady, Deanna, and she's like, you need to do this for your business. This is like no dumb moment for you. So I had a glass of wine, put on a face mask. <laughs> you, you're like, comedy is going to be my crutch here. We're just going to put the face mask on. Self-deprecating. We're just going to own it. Like, yeah. Girl camera let's make it worse and I did it in my hotel I was actually staying in a uh, hotel down the road so Toronto skyline was there and I was like I'm just gonna do it and then I deleted it mm. <laughs> like maybe a month later I wish I hadn't because it probably would be my best video ever too yeah. Well, if you watch the first one that I did, you can hear the nerves in my voice. And you know how people who, and now I've learned all this because I've watched videos of people who coach, you know, being confident on video. And one of the things they say not to do is have that uplift in your voice at the end of everything you say, you know, hey guys, like it's a question. I'm going to teach you a bow today. You know, and like you try to come off as not aggressive or like, I don't know, overly confident. Yeah. And you can hear that in my voice. And so it's so obvious to me now how nervous I was in that video, but <laughs> that was what started it all. Did you have a call to action for that original video? Um, no, I was just telling them to try this bow technique. It's super easy. That was all I was telling them. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait to watch this one. So then how did you start having digital offers and making money online? Because at some point you can't, you know, do it all in person anymore. So what did mm -hmm. that look like? So at that time I had no like driving thing or goal, I guess, no motivation to start selling online or, well, I didn't want to sell online. I didn't even have like a store or a website set up. I was just all doing like person to person interactions. I was meeting people in town or passing it off on the front porch. I wasn't really shipping anything yet. And I really had no desire or idea to like teach online. I was really only doing the Facebook live to like help people out or to, to just have something to do while I painted late at night. I wanted somebody to talk to and I could talk to a brick wall all day long. So talking to on Facebook live and, you know, seeing comments pop up was just fun. I was just like, oh, hey, there's somebody from Kentucky. And so I then start talking about what part of Kentucky do you live in? How's the weather over there? And I would be telling funny stories about my kids. So it was just easy for me to, I want to say it's easy. It was, it was kind of scary at first because there is a, a little while there where you don't really have a whole lot of comments. And so you're like trying to fill the dead air. I think I gave you a link to my free webinar where I do talk about how to deal with that. So if any of you guys are thinking about doing Facebook lives, that webinar does have some great tips that I have learned over time for how to like fill dead air and how to, you know, get more live viewers and all that stuff. So go and watch that. If you need help with Facebook live, if you're scared to hit the button. Let me stop you there. If you're a business owner, if you're a VA, sometimes VAs were coaching our, our clients and reminding them not to keep it awkward on Facebook Live. So go watch that. I'm definitely going to check it out. And I think it's helpful to anyone. At some point in your business, you will be needing to do this. You might need yeah, a 
But you focuses on selling door hangers and booking paint parties as far as like the reason to do the Facebook lives. But the concepts that I'm teaching in there can apply to any business, really. When I was starting out with the Facebook lives, I really wasn't thinking, OK, I'm going to do this so people will want to learn from me. That was not my thought at all. My thought was just I want to connect with people, which inevitably is the real reason you should be doing Facebook live to begin with is to make connections and relationships. And I had no clue. So I lucked into <laughs> doing it right and didn't know it. But over time, my audience started to become these people who were wanting to learn how to paint the things and were wanting to learn how to start paint parties. And so I started like giving painting tips and wasn't even really aware I was teaching. And I did this for a whole year before I even started my website. And so when I launched my website, I started selling digital products where I was because everybody's complaint was, you know, I can paint, but I can't draw a stick figure. And they would be like, how do you even draw that shape? So like our door hangers, let me just show you an example here. Like they'd be like, how did you draw that shape and get it so symmetrical and everything? And how do, I can't even draw the pumpkin. So how am I going to be able to paint it if I can't draw it? And so I had to come up with a way that they could replicate what I was doing on their end without me having to like ship them a wood piece. Because a lot of these ladies could cut. They just couldn't draw. Ooh, okay. And so I actually created door hanger templates. And at the time, and I, I mean, I may be wrong. Correct me if I am. If anybody watching knows that they were the first, I'm pretty sure I was the first one to start creating door hanger templates. Nobody was selling them before that. And I say that because I was Googling. I'm like, am I really the first person to do this? Like, surely somebody else is doing this. And I was like Googling, looking on the Pinterest. There was no wording door hanger templates anywhere. There were sewing patterns and things like that and there might have been some for like yard art kind of things but they were way oversized they weren't door hanger size okay and so i'm like okay there's a market for this because these ladies can't draw but they want to be able to paint they want to be able to cut the wood just like i do and so i figured out a way to create the digital templates we sell them for five dollars a piece the first month i probably made an extra 50 bucks and i was thrilled <laughs> and then now we're generating probably more than $10,000 a month off of just our digital templates. And we've started a membership with that part of it. So that kind of was one of those things where we were already creating 20 templates every month anyways and selling them like we would release five every week. Okay. And so it was no extra work to then say, OK, let's package that, bundle it and sell it as a subscription where you can get all of them for one low cost. And so that was a no brainer. So that part right there is bringing in almost $10,000 a month just for the subscription, plus all the one-offs that we sell. Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists, who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be.
You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. So tell everyone what your membership site is called. I like the name. So the one that I was just talking about is just called the Template Club, but it is just a subscription. It doesn't have any teachings or any Facebook group or anything. I technically have three memberships now, but the first membership that I started back in 2018 was the Painters Clubhouse. And we actually are opening the doors to it tomorrow. And yeah, (laughs) we've got about a thousand members in there now. And we are hoping to be able to double that membership by the end of the week. Everything so far is going is going according to plan, but I'm not going to count my chickens before I hatch. I'll be grateful whether we get a hundred members or 500 or a thousand, it doesn't matter. But we teach women how to paint door hangers in there and we take them from never having painted anything before all the way to at the end, hopefully they will be confident enough to start their own business. And of course, then we offer the business coaching membership, which they can upgrade to. So there's a whole life cycle there that they can go through if they want to start a business. Because people are inevitably asking you how you made money at this, how you made your business. So those questions come to you. And I love that you're answering them in order, like you're nurturing them. And then this is like the next part of your business because people are asking for it. every step of the way you have listened and mm-hmm. given what your people are asking you. And I want to backtrack for one second. You said you got lucky, but no, you are a hundred percent authentic and genuine. So it works well for you. People know you're not a phony. So all of those lies and you showing up and delivering content, it was just, it was you being you and people saw that they want to work with you. Can we talk numbers for a second? Absolutely. Because you're going to launch. I'm very transparent. Hit me. So <laughs> you have a thousand now. You're wanting to double it. Okay. First of all, I'm blown away by your Facebook page. Like you have almost 150,000 people on your Facebook page. What's your if you count followers? It's actually at 215K. Oh my God. Okay. I don't know which one's more important. I'm pretty sure followers are, but I, I don't know. I'm happy about okay. it either way. Uh, is kind of changing those rules. What's your Instagram? What are those numbers at? Instagram's at 16,000. Okay, awesome. It was, you have a wait list for the clubhouse? Oh, yes, and I'm sad to say I really don't know how many are on the wait list for the Painters Clubhouse right now. I, I've thought about that this morning. I was like, you know, that's a number I probably should know. But yeah. thanks to you, I have so many amazing VAs working for me now that I don't even pay attention yeah. to all that stuff. I just keep showing up and doing the thing yeah. and hoping it's filling up the buckets. <laughs> so how much of the launch are you involved in? I am planning like the lives and what I'm going to be teaching and what I'm going to be talking about and all of that. You know, I'm doing all the Instagram stories. I'm trying to really grow TikTok, which is amazing because I've never had the bandwidth to try to grow another platform besides Facebook until now. And I want to try to target a slightly younger audience because Facebook I've learned is really highly populated with 40 plus, you know, age people. And the ones who are, Spending more time, I guess, on Facebook seem to be 50 plus. And I really want to reach those women who are like 25 to 40, who are maybe stay at home moms like me, just needed a creative outlet and a thing to call their own that they can actually bring in extra like real money with into their family. So I want to reach those people. I've just got to go find them. And I think they're hanging out on Instagram and TikTok. So while my team is like taking what I'm doing on Facebook Live and sprinkling it out to all these other places, I'm working on trying to connect with people on those two platforms, too. And growing those so that I can reach that that demographic. And I love it because you have to do the front stage, you know, parts of your business, showing up on the lives, doing the videos, doing the teaching, but your team is in the background, planning out, you know, the emails, repurposing mm-hmm. the content. So can you tell everyone how many are on your team right now? 
I think we're actually up to about 15 or 16 now. I haven't counted in a while. Now, a couple of those are just wow. like graphic designers for me who help me design the door hanger templates. One of them is a graphic designer who creates like the social media graphics and things. Okay. We've got Nicole who learned from you. She is the one who does like all of my content planning for the blog and all my SEO and stuff like that. And then we have an actual blog writer who works under Nicole. And so Nicole is kind of helping her write the blog posts with training wheels, I guess, until she really, you know, can figure it. But Nicole's doing all the planning for it. Right. We've got somebody answering emails and customer service, which is Jennifer, who was trained by you. And she is amazing. I guess she started out doing telephone customer service, right? I but mean, now she's doing email customer service for me and she's doing an amazing job. She's also a Facebook community manager for another military wife friend of mine. And she's okay. using there. So those like basic empathy skills and then mm -hmm. your customer service is really making her stand out. That's awesome. Music to my ears. <laughs> and then we've got Megan, who is also another one of yours, Megan Ramos. She is our, we lovingly call her the camp counselor in the painters clubhouse because oh. we kind of think of it like summer camp where you come to learn to paint, but she's technically a community manager if you want to put an official title on it. And so she does a really good job making sure that the ladies know where to find the trainings and that they, you know, feel loved on inside the group. And, and she helps me keep my finger on the pulse of the group because I've got so many other things going on that I can't spend all day inside the group, making sure everybody has what they need. And I can't really read all the posts like I would like to. So she kind of gives me a debrief every Friday and it'll be like, here is who made progress this week. Here's, you know, who needs a little bit of love and here's the announcements you should make. And all I've got to do is show up on a Friday afternoon inside there and do a quick Facebook live and, you know, give praise and kind of like connect with them and talk to them. And so it makes it where the time that I'm spending in there is really quality time. And I'm not just wasting my time, you know, trying to engage with them when I can truly engage better on a, on a live like that. Oh, I love that. And isn't Megan helping you with Pinterest too now? Yes. I forgot to mention that she is in my Pinterest views went from, I think it was like 150 K to almost a million now. I think we're at like 800 and something. So in just like three months, she has really revamped my Pinterest. And so I've been hearing from people like in the grocery parking lot, I saw you on Pinterest the other day. And it's like, I'm famous when I show up in their Pinterest feed. I'm like, yes, it's working. <laughs> I love it. I love to hear that she started out with one area with you and you have a big team you're jockeying. You're trying to figure out who can fit where and all of that like the growth part of your business and knowing that megan was able she said in one of our facebook lives i'd really like to do pinterest and then like it happened <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't be doing it for you but i'm like yeah like add another client but she was able to upsell her skills with her current client which is awesome how do you communicate with your team do you have weekly meetings how does that look so, oh, and I forgot to mention Hannah, who's been on my team the longest. I hired her for Pinterest to start out, but she ends up wearing so many hats that Pinterest kind of fell by the wayside over time because I was like, oh, I need you over here instead. And I need you over there instead. And so she's still with me even today. But then I hired Aaliyah back in the spring and she is considered like 
for lack of a better term, like my integrator, my team manager, okay. she manages all the other people on the team and she hosts our Friday team meetings. And she has a different brain than I do. She's good at the creative, but she's even better at the analytical, creating systems and processes, things like that. And that's the yin to my yang. I needed that in my life because I would rather just hop on Facebook Live and paint and not have to worry about numbers. Yeah. And like I said, Hannah's been with me the longest. And Hannah is really good at coming up with creative ideas like that get me inspired to do more. And so we needed Aaliyah to kind of like offset mine and Hannah's creative brains. And so we tease Aaliyah and tell her that she is the squirrel whisperer. And so sometimes in the team meetings, we can all kind of go off on these, these squirrely creative brainstorms. She'll be like, okay, rein it in guys. We got to focus. <laughs> That's exactly how the, you know, visionary integrator role is supposed to be. And it sounds like you've got yourself a winner. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So she, is it Leah or Aaliyah? Aaliyah, yeah. And she actually is in my hometown. It's kind of funny that I've known her for years and had no clue that she was as good at this kind of thing as she is. I think I'm the first person or maybe one of the first that she's working with in the online space. And so she said she had tried to drum up some other customers in town before that like own brick and mortar businesses and she couldn't get them to go online. And she said, now I'm sure they're kicking themselves that they didn't hire me years before. I'm like, <laughs> I'm kind of glad about it because I got you. <laughs> Where do you find your people to hire? How does that, I mean, I know that you have a huge team, but how do you find these women and what makes you want to work with them? Did you have like a process or a gut feeling? <laughs> I don't have processes unless Dalia or somebody has created them for me. I can follow a process, but creating a process is very difficult for me for whatever reason. Yeah all over the place. So Hannah, the one that's been with me the longest, I found her because I was in Jennifer Allwood's creative circle. And she was at the time, one of the recommended VAs, as were you. Okay. And so Hannah, I don't think she was working with very many clients at the time. And so I hired her. And then I think I met you through Jennifer's inner circle, but then met you in person at Tribe Live and ended up, you know, hiring Nicole and well, I don't, I didn't hire Megan through you, but I left out that Megan had been through your trainings. And so I don't know. It's just like all these connections and the networking that I've made through the different Facebook groups. You just start asking people like, you know, where do I find somebody that can do this? And so you just start asking wow. the lady that lives here in my hometown. I hired her because I posted on Facebook that I needed a creative assistant. I didn't post that I needed a team manager or an integrator. I hired her as a creative assistant first and then realized she would be perfect as an integrator. So I ended up promoting her. Oh. And so it's just kind of, I don't know. It's not one particular place. It's all over the place. So how many hours does Aaliyah do? I'm kind of curious about her now. I think she's probably at about 40 hours a week now. Gosh, I was like, does Keep she, her busy. Is she taking on any clients? <laughs> I don't know if she's taking on any more or not, but she, she stays busy. I keep yeah. her busy for sure. As your business grows, like you need more people and you need them to be specialized. And I love that you are taking what they're good at and letting them do that thing. Because I can really relate to Hannah you know, being all things and some things when I work for Jennifer, yeah, she wanted all these things done all the time. Pinterest was something that we kind of just didn't always have the time to do. And YouTube was another thing. Like we're like doing the very minimum, like get the videos on YouTube, but there was always so many other fires. And eventually you do need to hire somebody to specialize in that area. And it's wise of you to use the strengths of the women on your team and keep them happy and utilize them where they're good at. So are you mm -hmm. hiring anyone else in the future? Or like, what do you see? 
right now we're not, we don't really need to add to the team, but I have told Aaliyah that if anybody on the team wants more hours, we can always find more work for you to do. Like just speak up, just say, Hey, I would like to add 10 hours a week. Do you have anything else you need me to do? Because over here, I've constantly got things that I'm like, you know, I wish I could hand that off. It feels like more work to try to go out and find another person to do that. And my yeah. first inclination is I don't want to put too much on everybody. You know, I don't want to overload somebody if they don't want more work. So I would much rather the VA step up and be like, hey, I would love more work. I would yeah. rather them do that than to go and try to take on another employer. You know, I would rather they just take more hours from me if they if they want to. So I'm just thinking in terms of your business, are you at the point where you need a video editor? Who's doing that? <laughs> so yeah, okay. probably. <laughs> but you know what? TikTok has really taught me how to create short form video and I'm getting a little better at it, but it's so, so not professional. Yeah. I could probably definitely use somebody for that. I forgot to mention this. I do have Cheryl who edits my Facebook live videos and then she uploads them to YouTube and IGTV video. So she does that. But I mean, as far as I would love to have somebody who could like create the TikTok videos or like edit them to be more, I don't know, cute or something instead of me just quickly putting it together myself, because I do spend a lot of time editing my own short form video. That's good, though. I'm glad you're over there because I think as a creative, that is a perfect place for you. And I have a TikTok. I'm going to go follow you. I haven't done anything with it. And I plan on doing it. My background is video. So although I say that like my background, like everything, but my actual college degree is in broadcast and electronic media. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm finding it. It's, it's a time thing. It's a bandwidth thing right now, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's a struggle just to get IGTVs out regularly. I think what you need to do is get out of your own head and quit worrying about making that quick little 15 or 60 second video perfect and you just shoot it, you know, just shoot it and post it. Almost think of it like an Instagram story, but more dialed in on whatever it is you're, you're sharing with them. One quick tip. I haven't even sat down to think about anything when it comes to like, I just signed up for an account and I'm like, done. It's so easy to grow though. I mean, within just, I've just been focusing on it since the beginning of June. I'm already up over 7,000 followers. It's easy to grow. Okay. You know this from using Facebook lives early. Those who signed up for Pinterest six years ago, so much easier if you do it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'll get on it. So you said you have 300 on your wait list. So I, I was curious, I'm going backward again with your launch. What are you doing to launch? Like you're doing Facebook lives, you're showing up on social media. Is there like any other kind of launch strategies you're implementing? Email marketing, tons of Facebook ads. And then of course we're retargeting with Facebook ads, everybody who watches my launch videos. And yeah. so my plan is to go live every day on multiple people's pages, plus my own between now and Friday, as many places as will let me show up and talk and faint. I will. Do you have a Facebook ads manager? Yes. Her name is Gretchen. She's been with me for probably two years now. And okay. yeah, she's really helped me grow my following and retarget the people who are watching my videos. Okay. Is it Gretchen Wheeler? Yes. Gretchen Wheeler. I've worked with her a little bit on Wendy's team. Yeah. Yeah. I liked her. I'm trying to think. So she's doing Facebook ads. Is there any other holes we're missing? Like you have all of the people. It's so cool. Yeah. It's funny. Cause when you sit here, I'm like, I don't want to forget anybody. I had them listed on my phone at one point because I was like trying to count <laughs> who else working for me. Oh, where is your membership hosted? Is it on Kajabi or do you have a Kajabi? Yes. Okay. 
I keep telling my VAs in my course and my go learn Kajabi, learn the basics of Kajabi because it's really up and coming. It's getting really popular. Almost every single person I know who started out on Teachable or Wishlist or whatever, or Member Vault, they're all switching to Kajabi. So it's cool to hear that's where you are too. I do remember your blog. I think it was originally WordPress, wasn't it? Was it your membership? So my very first website was Wix and I created that one myself. And then I hired somebody to move it over to WordPress. And so it's been a work in progress. I feel like we switched platforms on yeah. not just the membership site, but the website two or three times. So I finally feel like we're in a groove now. We're in the right place. Good. I'm excited for you. I'm just so proud of you and everything you've accomplished as a fellow military wife, you know, as a mom who's, you know, finding your passion and helping other women. I think it's so cool. So, hey, anybody who is interested in learning how to own a door hanger, Tamara has a free ebook. Do you want to tell everybody about that? So it's just an online ebook that you can download. And, and if, if you want to know like what kind of wood I use, what kind of paint, what kind of brushes are good for what, it just, it breaks it down so that you know exactly what you need to get started. Do you have any special COVID designs? Just curious. <laughs> now, I don't think we have any special COVID designs right now, but we are starting to put out a lot of fun little fall designs and we'll be putting out Christmas soon too. Oh my gosh. And I, I noticed that too. I love the pumpkin one. I love the plaid, the buffalo plaid. And mm -hmm. we want to get in the mood for fall and get my act together and DIY again. Because there's just so much joy doing that. Like I forget how much I like to create things and get off my computer. <laughs> it's such therapy. It's like really good for you to be present and in the moment with painting. My daughter would love doing it too with me. So thank you so much for joining us today. Everyone, go follow Tamara. I'll put some links to her social media too. And I'm going to be hoping for the double numbers. Me too. Maybe. So, <laughs> we'll see. Take care. Thank you again. Uh -huh, bye. Bye. I hope you loved learning about the door hanger painting business. She just embodies everything that we're teaching as far as having the membership, having the communities, needing the Pinterest support. I just want you to realize there's so much work out there and there are fun clients to work for. When you choose an online career, you get the benefit of working from home, setting your own hours, and choosing your clients and your services. So being able to work for someone like Tamara is very possible for you. I've had Jennifer, Holly, Megan, Nicole, I'll go work for people like Tamara. She has three of my graduates on her team right now. I think she used to have four. It's amazing. Next week on the show will be just as insightful. Like I always ask, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. If you could leave me a review, that would be so helpful. And I'd love to know how you're listening, what you're listening on. I'd love for you to tag me on an Instagram story and show me what you're doing. I love to hear from you. I love to hear what topics you love and what more you want. All right, we'll see you next time. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, 
this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Now, like you'll see people, I don't know, I'm about to go off on a rant. I should stop myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Nicole, I think Nicole's watching. You want to help? <laughs> <laughs>